This is Annie Stevens Gleason, Minister for Worship and Incorporation at the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I'd like to welcome you to our worship podcast. Greetings and good evening. Grace and peace to you. This is Reverend Gary Lubin serving as deacon with the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to our daily devotion in the early evening for individuals and families, which can be found on page 139 of the Book of Common Prayer. Today's reading from the Daily Office is Mark chapter 1, verses 29 through 45. Now let us begin our worship together. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, Now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You were worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark. As soon as they left the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they told him about her at once. He came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left her, and she began to serve them. That evening at sunset, they brought to him all who were sick or possessed with demons. And the whole city was gathered around the door. And he cured many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place. And there he prayed. And Simon and his companions hunted for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is searching for you. He answered, Let us go on to the neighboring towns, so that I may proclaim the message there also, for that is what I came out to do. And he went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues and casting out demons. A leper came to him, begging him, and kneeling, he said to him, If you choose, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I do choose, be made clean. Immediately, leprosy left him and he was made clean. After sternly warning him, he sent him away at once, saying to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded as a testimony to them. But he went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the word so that Jesus could no longer go into a town openly, but stayed out in the country. And people came to him from every quarter. The Gospel of our Lord. Good evening. This is Wednesday in the first week of Lent. We are seven days into our Lenten adventure. How's it going? Are we sticking to our Lenten disciplines? Giving something up? Taking something on? Repenting? Are we dizzy from turning around on a dime? 
Is it time for a change? A correction in direction? I won't call it a mid-course correction since we are only getting started. Speaking of which, it's not too late to get started. But don't beat yourself up. God loves us just the way we are. As that old gospel song written by Charlotte Elliott so beautifully puts it in the third verse. Just as I am, though tossed about, with many a conflict, many a doubt. Fighting and fears within, without. O Lamb of God, I come, I come. Charlotte Elliott was born in London, England, in 1789. And at the young age of 32, she was stricken by a very serious illness, leaving her weak and depressed and a semi-invalid for the rest of her life. She was inspired to compose these lyrics from meeting with Swiss evangelist Henry A. Cesar Milan, who consoled her being frustrated, despondent, and angry with God during a serious spiritual crisis. He suggested, quote, come to him or come to God just as you are. That was something that she, he said to her. And later in 1834, she wrote, just as I am, as a statement of faith. The first line is, just as I am without one plea. The lyrics are beautiful. Check them out on your music app. As I put these words to paper, I could not resist also listening to Mahalia Jackson singing, just as I am, with tears of joy in her eyes. Just how many salvation stories like Charlotte Elliott's are there in God's creation? Hers is just one of them. It is a story of healing and saving grace. My story is just another one. My wife Janice was a particular and unique source of great inspiration for me. Your story is another one. What or who has inspired you to be thankful for? Now, Jesus healed a ton of people during his ministry. I flippantly say a ton because I don't think we really know just how many since then and even now. In today's reading from Luke, we find Jesus healing Simon Peter's mother-in-law, who was in bed with a fever. They were in the house of the brothers Simon, Peter, and Andrew. And John and James were there, too. He just took her by the hand and lifted her up, and then the fever left her immediately. Then they all had supper together. Then that same evening at sunset, after the Sabbath was over, they brought to him all who were sick or possessed with demons from the town. The whole city witnessed this because they were all gathered around the door. We are told Jesus cured many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. Then early the next morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place where he got a little bit of R&R &R and prayed. When the disciples caught up with him, Jesus told them they were moving on to the next destination where he would continue proclaiming the message of love, grace, and mercy, the reign of God, and then heal some more. Along the way, Jesus healed the leper, who was so joyful that he did not do what Jesus asked of him, which was to see a priest to verify the healing and then to keep his mouth shut 
The now healed man did not do that, did not listen. Is it not Jesus' intent that the healing grace of God carries with it a spiritual obligation to stop for a moment, to look around and take things in and listen, obey, and then discern how to make happen the reign of God, God's love, grace, and mercy? Lent is a good time to ask what God has to do with all the healing that is going on. And just as suffering is part and parcel of the human condition, so is the healing grace of God. We just have to know where to look for it. Just as I am and waiting not to rid my soul of one dark blot, just as I am poor wretched blind, Sight, riches, healing of the mind. Just as I am, thou wilt receive. Wilt welcome, pardon, cleanse, relieve. Just as I am, thy love unknown has broken every barrier down. O Lamb of God, I come, I come. Amen. And now a reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. It is not ourselves that we proclaim. We proclaim Christ Jesus as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For the same God who said, Out of darkness let light shine, has caused his light to shine within us, to give the light to revelation, the revelation of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Let us now say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And now the collect for Wednesday in the first week of Lent. Bless us, O God, in this holy season in which our hearts seek your help and healing, and so purify us by your discipline that we may grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us now take some time pausing our worship together, if you need to do that, to offer up our prayers of intercession, thanksgiving, and praise for the world, for the church, for our national life, for the social and natural orders, for family and personal life, and in particular for those who are suffering and those who have died. Now let us say together the Collect for the Human Family found on page 815 of the Book of Common Prayer. O God, you made us in your own image and redeemed us through Jesus, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth, that in your good time all nations and all peoples of the earth may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
And now let's say the colic for the social order and social justice found on page 823. Grant, O God, that your holy and life-giving spirit may so move every human heart and especially the hearts of the people of this land that barriers which divide us may crumble, suspicions disappear, and hatred cease, that our divisions being healed, we may live in justice and peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord Jesus, stay with us, for evening is at hand and the day is past. Be your companion in the way, kindle our hearts and awaken hope, that we may know you as you are revealed in Scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Now, in this time of repentance, of turning around towards God's love, grace, mercy, and justice, let us go into the world in peace, hope, and joy to seek and serve God, being and doing God's grace, mercy, and justice. Do everything in love.